Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Sound like a really stupid ass dog. <laughs> oh god, this is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we uh, we take whatever artists we're doing, where we listen to all the records, we rank them from worst to best. But before we do that, we do our uh, six degrees with Tom DeLong. If you don't know what that is, we take uh, it's like six degrees with Kevin Bacon, but with Tom with the artist of the week. So that's what we do. So. Have fun with that, because we do. Um, <laughs> go to Apple Podcasts, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media, at Asinine Radio. Uh, that's our handle everywhere on, on the social medias. Or send us a vo- or leave us a voicemail. Our phone number is 503-893-5307. Uh, you can text us on there as well. You know, Tell us how much you love us, because that's what we want. We, we need validation here on the pod. So, Jeff, uh, let's just jump right into it. Let's get into our Six Degrees of Tom DeLong. What do you got I, I only have one. Okay. I got two. So I guess I, I can go I, first. I, I have one because I wanted, I originally I wanted to do one for everybody, mm-hmm. but Lennon, it directed me too fast to the Lennon Claypool delirium and like, yeah, nah, that's not fun. And then Paul McCartney is still doing stuff kind of, that wasn't fun. And then I don't give two shits about Ringo Starr, so I only have one and it's George Harrison. So go and do <laughs> one of your other ones. <laughs> yeah, I did. I have, um, I, I I just have two, and we start with the the least the least favorite members of the band. Uh, we'll start with Ringo. <laughs> so we we start with Ringo. He's uh he's married to actress Barbara Bach. Uh, Barbara Bach was a Bond girl in The Spy Who Loved Me, the James Bond movie Spy Who Loved Me. Uh, if oh. you didn't know, Pierce Brosnan was also James Bond in a different in different movies, but uh, he was a James Bond. Um, he was also in a movie called a 2014 movie called Some Kind of Beautiful with Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba was in Idle Hands. Idle Hands. Tom DeLonge was in Idle Hands as well. So there you go. Kept it in. Kept it all in the movies on that one. R- Ringo was also in this movie called uh, po- like a pop superstar. It was like a joke movie with um, Andy Samberg. Really? It, it, yeah. It was called. I think it was called Pop Star. It was called oh, Pop with Star. The, Never Adam stop. Sandler, right? Never Stop, Never Stopping is what it was called. So stupid. And interesting about that, that I want to, I feel like my things are allowed to. The interesting thing about that movie was that starred Andy Samberg and Tim Meadows, who later on would be Buddy Buddy in Brooklyn Nine-Nine again when Tim Meadows was a cannibal. Yeah, it's true. Well, they were also both on SNL. Yeah, but that's not not fun, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not together, though, but they were both on it. So my uh, okay, so mine's George Harrison. George Harrison, this is also super cheap and actually pretty pathetic. Um, George Harrison was friends with uh, Ravi Shankar. Ravi Shankar's mm-hmm. daughter, Nora Jones. Nora Jones collab with Billy Joe Armstrong. Ah, riding in vans with boys. Billy there Joe. There you go. There you go. That's a good one though. I like it that was, one. Dude, all four of these were like super easy, and then I kept like adding them. I was like, ah, oh, that's fucking lame. And I would delete it, and then I never got anything else. I just I never came around to it. It was it was really easy. Yeah, I figured I didn't even bother with Paul or John because I figured it would be too easy, especially with the Lennon Claypool. I mean, that's you could connect so many artists with Les Claypool. Yeah. Super easy. So this next one, uh, we start with George Harrison. Um, he uh, he is his son, Danny Harrison, was in a band or is in a band called Fistful of Mercy, with uh, singer songwriter Ben Harper. Uh, ben Harper mm. sang on a song for a band called Ringside on the song Lost Days. I've never heard of Ringside, uh, but they sound really bad. Uh, but yeah, like I said, he sang on a song called Lost Days on that on that particular record. Um, Josh Freeze also played drums on that record, that Ringside record. And then Josh Freeze to Blink, because Josh played with Blink for a while, for a Australian tour. So there you go. That's my second one. George Harrison to Tom DeLonge. What was yeah, that the, one. What was that, band that was name? the toughest one for me. What? With, with Ben Harper 
are, uh, are we talking about the Ben, the, like, like the reggae, soul, funk singer Ben Harper? I, I guess. I don't know. I only know one Ben Harper, and I don't know any of his songs. Ben Harper from Yellow Card. Hello. Oh, no, not that. No, like the singer-songwriter Ben Harper. Oh, like the good Ben Harper. I guess, Actually, yeah, the good Ben Harper. Not that he's the, the bad Ben Harper, but... Okay. <laughs> yeah, the band is called Fistful of Mercy. Fistful so, of Mercy. I'm going to check that out. Ne- I'd never heard of them, but... But yeah, so there, there you go. That that's my that's my second one. So let's um let's just jump into the rankings. Let's get into that. Okay, um, here we some go. Some of these I'm sure we're gonna get through pretty quick, like let's, the Rolling um, Stones. So yeah, there's so there's there's, thir- there's thirteen, right? Yeah, thirteen. Okay, well, like the middle ground is is where I don't really care to talk about too much, but for sure, like yeah, my same here. Bottom three, I feel need something, and then like my top four or five would need some. Explaining, but the middle ground I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> okay, so uh, what do you got? You want me to go? Or you want to go? You want me to go? No, you go. You always go first. first. No, I talk first. That's gonna go on the no-no list. <laughs> no, no. Uh, keep it up. It's gonna go on the no-no <laughs> list. <laughs> okay, so. okay, okay. This is uh, this is not like a bad album. I just don't understand why it's even like an album. But Yellow Submarine. Ah, um, uh, yes, yes. 1969. I just, why is this even a thing? It's just dumb. Half of these songs are just straight orchestral arrangements for the movie, and mm. the other half of the half are just re releases. <laughs> it's dumb. It's dumb. Like, this is fucking stupid. It just makes no sense. Like, why would you're bleeding at this point? Like, you're bleeding for, for, for stuff to come out and. I, I thought this was dumb and I was very irritated by it because I've already heard <laughs> half of the half songs and the other ones completely out of context were completely meaningless. Mm-hmm. The, like the That's orchestral true. parts, just even given, given that they are just orchestral arrangements for a movie, I still thought they were just fucking boring. It, it was, it's clearly a cash grab. So, all right. So I assume you have no, no banger off this nope. one. Right? There's only, I think there's only two, two albums off of this entire list that I don't have a banger from. Maybe even that's only one. Maybe two. Two tops. Maybe one. Okay. Possibly. So my, I think the worst Beatles record is the White Album. That is number 13. <laughs> I, dude, I can't stand this record. The 10th record. People love it. I don't get it. This is, it's, not, it's way too long. The band hated each other. Ringo had quit the band for like almost a month. And... Uh, yeah, just this is—I—I I, it's a bad record. There's nothing. The only song I ever—I've ever really liked is "While My Guitar Gently Weeps," and even that song is pretty cheesy. So that would be my biggest banger. I just—I think it's a trash album. I don't like it. Trash album. Yeah, wow. I don't like it. Damn. I know you don't like the White Album either. It's probably well, your number twelve. Well. So so why do why do you hate why do you hate the White Album? Because I know it's your number twelve. Yeah, it's my number twelve. It, dude, <laughs> dude, it's so fucking long. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like the blonde on blonde from Dylan. Like, this was wow. This was so yeah. long. How long was it? Like seven hours at least. Probably like oh, nine. Yeah. I think it was like nine hours. Dude, yeah. this is unbelievable, <laughs> and it's not even chock full of bangers. It's like all over the place. There's, which is kind yeah. of which is kind of cool in, in concept and theory. Like. Like, like they do it again later on in a different album where they just have a bunch of different genres that they've already done previously and they're throwing it on here. But because this is so long, this was so hard to get through. And if it wasn't for the fact that Yellow Submarine shouldn't even be an album, the White Album would be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Helter Skelter, man, that's a cool song. Oh, dude, I hate that song. I hate, dude, it's one, oh, of the I few hate times, it's one of the few times, and they, they've only done it like, three times where they can actually pull off a harder sound and uh, yeah but it's still not a good song it's just because just because you're playing a little bit faster with a little bit more you know overdrive doesn't make it a good song i thought it. i mean i, I didn't playlist it but i thought that was like I've the best out of it. all of them but it's cool and, and it had been a long long time since i listened to it and the name is cool and it, it's it's fine so my number eleven is Yellow Submarine, um, for the exact same reasons that you're saying it shouldn't really be a record. Um, but some of the songs, the actual Beatles songs, not the George Martin songs, uh, they they're 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 fine. They're good. They're whatever. It's just it shouldn't be an album. Uh, I guess if I had to pick a song, it'd be All Together Now. But uh, whatever. It's not. I don't think we need to talk about it anymore. Honestly, we touched upon all of it, or what should be said about it. So. 
What's your number 11? Number 11, this is, uh, this is the last of what I think is just bad. Okay. And that is Hard Day's Night, their third oh, album. Okay, okay. Man, this is... If it wasn't <clears throat> for the fact that the White Album was so hard to get through because of its length... And I mean, Yellow Summary wasn't hard to get through. It was just, it was just, it seemed dumb. But yeah. Hard Day's Night is not good. It is not a good album. I didn't enjoy it at all. I think the songs here are way too similar to each other. And it seemed to be like the last album of this specific bad pop rock shit. <laughs> Irritating. Yeah. Okay. I, I can understand that. I can understand that. I, I, I do like Can't Buy Me Love. I think it's it's easily recognizable. And it's hard it's hard to not pick some of the, the bangers and because they're the Beatles, man. Like they've been around for so fucking long and they're just so ingrained in our culture, even in America. Like oh, they're yeah. the fucking Beatles, right? They're like the biggest band that's ever been on earth because they're the Beatles and it's it's fact. But Can't Buy Me Love is cool. I, I dig that song. It's it's this it's era of song. the Beatles and it's it's fine. But dude, can't, Hard Day's Night was just not a good album. <laughs> okay, all right, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so my number eleven is with the Beatles, their second record. I mean this this album just it's just so clearly an extension of the first. There's just no real reason for it. I mean, really, the first three four records they're all pretty much the same, and they they're all clumped together right here in my rankings. The first four records, um, yeah, I just I don't. There's nothing. There's nothing that exciting except for the song "Till There Was You" because that was more of an acoustic jam, and it was just a nice relief from just the Motown rock, rock and roll sound that they were doing, and uh, and like Paul's voice is very melancholy on this one. It was, it was just a nice change, nice change in pace on the record, but not a bad record. Just it's just so much. There's four records of this, so it's like the first five, six Rolling Stones records. You only need to listen to one of them. <laughs> so, true. and Deep Purple the same way too. Like the first three records, they all sound the same. So, not bad, but all the same. So, that's my number eleven. Where, what do you got for number ten? What? Where the f- I I fucked it up. Is, is Meet the what? Beatles a different album, or is that with them? Did I try? Did I suppose, was I supposed to do? I with, think you did the. the I think I think you did. Uh, maybe did you do with the Beatles? Meet the Beatles. I wrote that as. Did you do the album. U.S. Yeah, version? that's no. So, Meet the Beatles was supposed to be with the Beatles because you said, "Okay, I got, it, I got, it, I got, it, I got." It. Okay, so you fucked up. Yeah, I just got to change the <laughs> one word. It's with. It's not Meet oh, okay. the Beatles. It's with the Beatles. That's fine. Yes, it's fine. It's not that big. You make it so like that's a big your deal. number ten. Big deal. No, uh, my number ten no. is Beatles for Sale. <laughs> okay. Okay. Beatles for okay. Sale. Yeah. That's their fourth album, '64. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say they don't. They just don't do rock and roll well. They're, they they don't do it well True. when they're trying when they're trying to do rock and roll it's uh i don't want to say like it's an american thing but because they got it later than america did it it's hard it's it's hard as as the bostons would say Bostons. <laughs> Boston. you guys are hard we're tough we're hard <laughs> <laughs> they just uh, they don't do it well they they don't sound hard and that's that's like the edge, even like little Richard, like all these guys, they have that, that hard edge. They don't do it well. And that's what I don't like. Um, but they do do a lot of the rock and roll do songs do. justice. <laughs> they do do, 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 the do, do, <laughs> they do do it justice. And I keep saying the do, do part. The they, do, yeah. they, they are doing these songs justice. And, mm-hmm. but like realistically, they're just pandering to the West. They, they, this is their fourth album. It's, you know, Beatlemania is, is starting to take off and they're covering a bunch of rock and roll U.S. stuff so that way they can, they can sell a bunch of records. And they did. This eventually sold a million copies. It's one of their fucking best selling albums. Yeah. And it's because it has a lot of U.S. rock and roll covers on it. And I mean, it's also their fourth record in like three years. So. That's annoying that too. too it's you know? just the two records a year thing. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Th- I mean, stupid. in the end, it was it was thirteen records in eight years, which is wild. I mean, that's insane to me. Uh, but, uh, no, no, good. So that's right. Like Omar. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, if I had to choose, I guess it would be Word of Love. That's the Buddy Holly cover. Mm-hmm. But I mean, eh. All the songs really they kind of they kind of are just kind of bleed together on this one. 
That's that's they're, how I view it. They they don't do rock and these roll well. records. They're they're not yeah, a rock and roll band. They they're they're something different. I'm not saying they're like a bad band in their own way. They they're not a rock and roll band, so they don't yeah. do it well. You're right. You're right. Uh, so so then my number ten is please please me. Their first record. Uh, I I like this record. I I think it's a good record. It's it's definitely representative of those two or three years where they were putting out all this shit. Um, but it, it's good. It's fun. It was I was. I had a good time listening to it, but then, you know, once you get into the second, third, and fourth record, you're like, okay, I'm fucking over this shit. Um, but no, please, please me. It's, it's a good, it's a good debut record for them, and it's this, this is the epitome of Beatlemania right here. I mean, this is, it's just so poppy and cheesy and, ugh. yeah, and like you said, they 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 didn't do rock and roll that well, but whatever. Um, the my favorite song, I guess, if I had to pick one, it would be a Taste of Honey just because it's more of an acoustic song, no percussion. I feel like on these earlier records, any song that had less percussion was better because Ringo, man, he's a boring drummer. <laughs> Fucking boring drummer. Well, Not a bad drummer, but he's just band. so like, that's, boring. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what they were bred to do. Sorry. It's all right. Um, yeah, oh, wait, wait, what were you saying? I'm sorry. You, you were talking about Ringo, how much you hate Ringo, which oh, is fine. I, I don't hate everybody Ringo. Hates it's Ringo. Just... Everybody hates Ringo. Nobody likes Ringo. <laughs> you talk to nobody on the face of this earth that has ever existed on this earth. You ask them who their favorite Beatle was, and they said Ringo. Nobody, not one. Unless person. they're just trying to be fucking cool or different. No, if they're trying to be cool. They'd say George Harrison. They're trying to be different. They would say like fucking George Martin or some fucking shit. <laughs> nobody ever said Ringo or fucking like Pete Best, who played in the band for like a month. I do not even know how many Beatles there were before like the main four Beatles until this week. That I was, there was like shocking. One. I, I always knew that, that Ringo wasn't an original member, but I didn't know there were three drummers before him. <laughs> I thought there was one. And then one of them, like, fucking died? Like that? No, the dude. bass player died. The bass yeah, player died. I, and then I that's when Paul no went to bass. no idea. Yeah. Yeah, no idea. I, I, I did not know that. Imagine how different the band could have been had he not died and then Paul continued to play guitar rather than bass. Could have. I mean, it would have changed the entire dynamic of the band, I'm sure. There would have been another head in the game, at least for songwriting purposes. And but yeah. I, I don't know. Whatever. Ringo's, Ringo's nobody's favorite. Not even Ringo likes Ringo. <laughs> okay, so what's your number nine? And why would you even change your name to Ringo? Richard Starkey's a fucking dope name. That is a cool name, yeah. Like, dude, Ringo's worse. <laughs> Ringo Starr. <laughs> Stupid Richard Starkey's fucking rad. That's some like Boogie Nights shit. That's such a cool name. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> like Dirk Diggler, Richard Starkey. Oh, <laughs> it's a good name. All right, it's my uh, number nine. My number nine mm-hmm. is Let It Be. Let It Be. Ah, yes, Let It Be. This is. Uh, I felt like this was almost like a full circle to their early days. They they it's just a little more nuanced. Overall, mm-hmm. it's it's just more of the Beatles in their early pop driven years, but just older. I mm-hmm. there wasn't a whole lot here. I thought it was great. It wasn't really bad, but my favorite song is "Let It Be." I, <sighs> dude, in all of its cheesiness and like pomp and circumstance, it is a damn well written song. It's just like the base sauce for everyone after to create a great anthemic sing along pizza. It is fucking <laughs> sing along pizza, dude. It is just like, like wow, wow. That is. Wow. When it, whenever you want to write anything where you think is going to be like an anthem, like that's what you base it off. This is your template, and they wrote a okay. perfect song. And I don't, I don't like it that much, but it is a perfect song. It is. I mean, it's it is, bottom five for them. Man, it is uh, songs. Yeah, for them. You're yeah. okay. Now you're just being like cool guy. You got. You got. You you're got totally being be, cool guy. You got Hey Jude. You got back in the USSR. No, you of... cannot put Let It Be next to Hey Jude. Get out of here. I just did. No, that's wrong. You, you, you're being a cool guy. Don't be a cool guy. Just I accept the song. Cool. Accept the song that the song is, is a really, really well-written song that even today people strive to write ballads like that. And yeah, it's just, Ballads it, aren't that good. They're not that good, but damn, this is like the best of them. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Ah, yeah, they've inspired a lot of people. It's a slow burn, man. It is a slow burn in that ballad, and is 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 just what you want. It's not what I want. Not what I want. Oh, all right. So my uh, my number nine is a hard day's night. Third record. Um, I mean, this is I I have nothing really more to say. This is 
pretty much like their first two records, a little bit more folk thrown in there. Um, they dabble in some other genres, maybe a little bit of country, but it's barely noticeable. Um, if I had to pick a song, uh, things we said today, because it is a little bit more country inspired. Um, but other than that, I mean, this, the song is, I mean, not song, this album just goes hand in hand with the, the first two. So that's all I got for it for that. Okay. What do you got for eight? Uh, please, please me. This will be quick. Cause I don't really care about any of these that much. Uh, please, please me. This is their first record. There's just there's so much fifties rock and roll here. There's a lot. Um, yeah. The best part, I guess, rather like the most interesting part of this one are the harms. There's there's like that's something a little bit new. Like a lot of fifties rock they didn't they didn't harm. It was just yeah. it was rock and roll. It was something new. It was it was jarring. It was fucking rock and roll. It was cool. But the the Beatles harmed. They 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 played rock and roll music but it was pop and i don't think the i don't think england got like they were always kind of a little bit late to like the game as far as as what's popular booming in the music industry and rock and roll starting in like the early 50s england didn't really get it to like the early 60s and it was like later on mm-hmm. so they had a little yeah. bit more time to 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 you know to to craft to to i don't know to perfect the sound and that's that's what's going on here. There's a lot of rock and roll influence here, and there's but a lot they didn't of boardwalk. The that's the thing. The, of the rock and roll, yeah. I mean, arguably, yes, they did with like Zeppelin and the British invasion. Oh, oh I, I thought mean, you meant the Beatles. I th- I'm sorry, I thought you meant the Beatles. Oh no, that's like overall, overall. Okay, okay, overall, overall. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. Overall, I mean, there's, I was gonna there's, say because you completely just contradicted yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. I, no, the Beatles. Call you the, out on that. The Beatles brought rock music. I think I think the Beatles brought rock and roll music to the masses in Europe, or I shouldn't say Europe, but like England specifically. Oh yeah, but they didn't. They didn't do it well. They just they were just they're a bunch of fucking kids, dude. They early twenties, mm-hmm. late teens. I didn't know what the fuck they're doing. And and <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's just very sloppy. It's very processed. It's very fake. It's very boardwalk sounding, mm-hmm. but. It's still cool. It's still cool, and it, but like it, it reminds me of like, oh damn, this was a good album. Now I want to listen to like American rock and roll from this era. I want to listen to American boardwalk rock and roll from this era. Mm-hmm. But my favorite here is uh, "Love Me Do," and that's only because Lennon comes in hard with the harmonica, and it's oh, loud God, and it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> It's almost Why like the harmonica. Dude, it's almost like like when when I first heard this as a kid, I was like, "Dude, what instrument is that? Is that some kind of weird like bassoon or a trumpet? Like, what is going on here? Because it's so loud. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy loud in the mix. Like, why do they put it that loud? Love it though. Love <laughs> to it. To be annoying like Bob Dylan. Ah, easy. All right. So my number eight is Beatles for Sale, their fourth record. Uh, th- I mean, I think I, I really only rank this as high as it is because you can see them finally starting to move out of the the rock and roll Motown stuff. And, uh, and it, it was nice because you kind of see them dabble more and more in other genres and um, and progress a bit. And my favorite song is Honey Don't. It's it's, it's a bit more folky and um, has a great lead guitar in it, which I Harrison and Orlena never really did that that much early in the early records. So hearing that like higher in the mix was really nice and it was a nice break from everything else we heard prior. But that is true. Yeah, that's my number eight is Beatles for Sale. So let's let's get into the let's get into I guess some of the, the better stuff. That doesn't all sound the same. I'm I'm still so. not there yet. My my top five is stuff that I think is um is unique, is is great, is is good. My seven and six are still, eh. That's okay. I it my top six are the ones that I that I go back to. So okay. So uh, so what do you got for number seven? Uh, with the Beatles, I previously named it as Meet the Beatles, Meet the but Beatles, with the Beatles. Yes. Meet the Beatles with the Beatles doesn't matter. We're with the Beatles. Meet the Beatles is probably like a U.S. release. That's maybe that's what you. It's possible, possible. Yeah. Um, sound wise, it's it's almost identical to the first. I like this one a tad bit more because of the amount of like R and B or Motown covers that mm-hmm. they did, and they tried to incorporate those sounds, which I thought was a noble attempt. 
And I mean, dude, like Motown in this era is just, it's unstoppable. It's so yeah. good. And so to even try and do it is just, uh, it's, it's admirable. I dig it. But it's just never going to work. You know, it's not going to work because it's too new. Like you, you know, you've only listened to these to these albums for a couple of years rather than a couple of decades, so you haven't had proper time to soak it in and really dive into the nuance of them and the culture mm-hmm. of it, I guess. But um, my banger here was "Till There Was You." You mentioned it earlier. "Till There Was You," dude. I'm a sucker for show tunes. <laughs> I didn't even know they did this song. Are you fucking kidding me? This is from the Music Man. Like was it really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is that. dude. This is Meredith Wilson, man. I had, I was all over this. I was like, wait a second. I'm thinking in my mind. Where I do most of my thinking. I was oh, like, yeah, wait a second. So. Is this from the music fan? And then I I I knew every I knew every word, and I was I was I was all for it. That's probably why this is so high for me. But <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was stoked. I was excited. I might even like if I ever saw this for fairly cheap. I'm gonna look through all my backlog stuff too that I didn't sell at the record show to see if this is in there to see if I pull this out so I can listen to that one song. <laughs> number seven. That's your number seven. Okay, so my number seven is "Let It Be," their thirteenth record, their last record. Uh, this was, um, like you said, it was. It's a little bit disjointed. It has cool parts, but it's not like a a good cohesive record it was i mean you you just know the band didn't like each other and it was almost like a bunch much like the white with the white album it was like um just like a combination of solo songs like there wasn't didn't feel like there's a lot of collaboration and it's not a terrible record but i don't know just there's so many better things that the beatles have done and uh that's true uh the song on here that i really like is for you blue uh, it's just a bit more experimental for this particular record. Uh, obviously not the craziest thing that they've ever done, but, uh, but I mean, on this record, it was, it was kind of out there. Uh, so just the sounds, the kind of broke up the monotony of the record, I guess, in a way. Uh, and there's just that there's, there's a part in the song that's just, I don't know if it's a Mellotron or what it is, but it just sounds so cool. And I, I just don't know what it is, but it's probably something cool like that. But, Are you just, yeah, so, what? Are you just going to go through all their biggest things and not put like one of their most popular songs there because you think like you're you're some Beatles what? head or something? No, I, I, they, there's I mean coming up there's some shit that is their biggest song. So well, you, like as far but, as, what, as what, their you, biggest, do you want I, me to say "Let It Be" because "Let It Be" is I, like bottom five. I don't. Beatles. I mean, I just I think that you. Why? What do why, you want me to do? If you if you would have put in the show notes as uh, don't don't try so hard or try harder, I guess I would have adjusted my rankings accordingly i guess because i don't know that's what we were doing but as far as all of their their first four albums are concerned you even put one of like their biggest songs and their biggest songs yeah they've been played a thousand times per day over the past you know 100 years but they're still really good yes but you haven't haven't, haven't said one of them and i just i think that maybe we're uh i didn't know we were supposed to lean to our, 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 you know, outside of like the biggest hits by them. I, next time, let me know. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Next time, I let mean, me know. Next time I thought let me you know. knew that there were no restrictions. I thought I, you would have known considering we've been doing this pod for five years now. Well, it seems like there um, are restrictions because the restriction well, right no. now is to not pick like popular songs. But I didn't know that was a restriction. Next time, well, just I put mean, the show we, also, we also haven't gone through all the records yet. So you're just, you're kind of preemptively having a meltdown. Well, so, five, five well, of the six are. are the same thus far. It's, it's just uh, you haven't said one, one. I guess quote and I, unquote and I, and I popular song. I, so I don't need to. When I didn't know we were doing songs, that. I just didn't know we were doing that. Had I known, well, I would have done it also. Like you, have. I mean, if you it's had not, better, we're taste. not picking if you popular had better songs. Taste, if you had better taste, you wouldn't have chosen this song. Just, I'm just saying. Next time in the show, notes, and I'm just saying, just too. write don't in 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 parentheses put don't pick popular songs and that's what i'll do that's fine it's not a big deal well i shouldn't have to do that well you're doing it and, and it i would it would, it would have been nice to know that that that's what our our theme of the week is is to pretend not to like the popular songs but that's okay <laughs> i don't um, know why you're so upset that's okay uh, dude, that's all right i guess i don't um, need to know you don't need to know because if you don't know then uh, fuck if you have to ask you'll yeah, never know it. that type of thing <laughs> this is a stupid fucking you see rugrats yeah if you have to ask you'll never know Science. Oh, I follow science. You do, yes, of course. Uh, so, six things. Six, six is help. <laughs> help, help, yes, help, okay. help, help, help. Nineteen sixty-five. That's that's a long time ago. 
It is. Even yeah. even though even though a lot of this seems like straightforward pop music of this era, there's a lot of like somber undertones I'm I'm getting from this. And they leave me okay. feeling feeling happy, but a little bit off. Yesterday is like the most is is a good example. Yesterday is a is a cool song that's so easy to get into. It's got a great melody. I know it's popular, so it's not your favorite. It's got a great <laughs> melody to it. <laughs> It's 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 a really good song, but there's just like there's something about that song that just kind of makes you feel like, dude, I feel good, but at the same time, I just feel kind of like, yeah. And I think that's that's what's great about this album, and I dig that. Mm-hmm. But my my favorite song is since we're doing the UK release of Rubber Soul, my favorite song here is "I've Just Seen a Face." Okay. Yes. And 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 I didn't I didn't know at the time that this was a Rubber Soul song, also kind of a, re- a release, but I kind I wrote. I wrote that this was a rubber soul sounding like song. It's it's a it's a good example of of what a like driving pop song that also uses some kind of like minor chords to help keep those somber undertones. And if we like like if you take this if you take this song as a completely absent thing from Rubber Soul, and let's just say this was only a help song, like this is a this is a true turning point in the band. This song specifically is a true turning point in the band, and they. They are now getting into the Rubber Soul era. And like Rubber Soul on its own as an album is a turning point. But this song specifically, if if we're taking that as a help song and not a Rubber Soul song, then that song specifically is a turning point for the band growing into something else. They don't know what yeah. yet. And Rubber Soul is a great album because they don't know what they're turning into. They just know that they're changing. Mm-hmm. And that song is that that's why that song is so fucking good, is because they're changing. They don't know what they're doing, but they know that they need to change, and it's happening. Yep, 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 yep. Yesterday's a good song. And it's about time, right? After like three years, they finally start to evolve. Yeah, after three, (laughs) not barely three years, seriously. (laughs) 25 25 years later, some bands are still doing the same shit. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so my number six is also Help, their fifth record. Uh, this is finally when, when things get exciting for the band and they, it's just, I, I think this is a solid record. I never really listened to it until I got it on vinyl, like maybe eight or nine months ago. And, uh, and I was just kind of blown away at how, how good it was. Like it still had the, 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 the rock and roll thing from the early records, but there was definitely a progress, like a significant progression from that. And it's definitely the, the bridge between the old style and rubber soul, like you were saying. And I've just seen his face is, is that's the best song on the record. It, it is. It's, it's so upbeat. It is, but it's upbeat, but melancholy at the same time. Just the, the, just the harms and everything. It's, it, it's such a unique song. And I don't feel like any band was really doing this at the time, or at least like pushing their own boundaries. Like, like they were at the time. And uh, it's, it's a solid, solid song solid record even the 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 title track help is a really really good song too that's a fantastic song <laughs> so I, I don't care what you say that's better than let it <laughs> I was, be i was gonna say i'm gonna pull a page out of your playbook and say that help <laughs> that song is so annoying i fucking can't what? stand that song Oh, but you like let it be and you like hey jude and all that I, garbage i don't i don't know i don't like hey jude but I recognize that "Let It Be" for sure is a well-written song. Absolutely, I'm not. I'm not fucking. I'm not born on on Jupiter. Boy, our boys born on Jupiter so they can get more stupider. Is that what's going on here with you? <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot, <laughs> dude. Our sorry, our five, uh, our top five at least are in the same realm. That's actually that's our top true, six. Huh? Our top six were in our the same six, realm. Yeah, look at that's that. That's crazy. All right, so what do you got for number five? Number five is Abbey Road. This is uh, okay. there's there's two records here in my top five, I guess, that were completely surprising to me. The first one is Abbey Road, and mm. oh, that's that's slowly getting more beers, <laughs> sucking them down tonight, huh? That's only the first one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's uh there's some cool songs on here. Overall, I was a little uninterested, but. Mm-hmm it seems like they were trying to recap or kind of sum up everything that they've done, which is ambitious. Like it, it's ambitious. And that's why I ranked it so high because even though I think it's not like a great album, it, it, it and it's kind of all over the place. 
it's uh it's it's fun to listen to it's fun to be like holy fuck you guys just like recapped your entire career over one album good or bad you just did it and i mm-hmm. thought that was respectable and i thought that was fucking dope and i liked it so with that said i want you she's so heavy you brought this a couple like a month or two ago i think yeah brought it to the pod yeah this was uh this was my favorite much much like the name suggests it's dude it's heavy it's 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 got that I think I said like almost like verbatim what I'm about to say anyway, but I think it's it's got like this House of Rising Sun bluesy vibage to it. It's yeah. it's weird, it's cool, it's dark, it's still poppy, it's accessible, it's But it also kind of drones on. Yeah, that's Cuz it's a, it's a long song, but it's like you you're, you're kind of like hearing the same thing over and over again. It almost reminds me like a little bit of like what Jimmy World was were doing on like Goodbye Sky Harbor. Yes. Where it's just like the same thing trudging along the entire time, but you never get bored of it. For so, I don't know for whatever reason you don't get bored of it, but it's 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 so captivating. I love it so. because this album is is chock full of of songs that are poppy that are and and again like I think like even our ratings wise I, I might even rate help higher than this, but mm-hmm. because of of just like the the ambition behind Abbey Road. I put this higher because I, I, I respect it more. I think it's cool. I, it's, it's a good, it's a good overall. And I, I think, I think because this album is a good balance of weird, eclectic, heavy stuff, like I want you, but then also very, very much bubblegum pop like they've been doing in their first four records, but to put them both on an album and then sequence it well enough to where it's not annoying and it all flows I, I, it's 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 just a good record, like all through and through. It's a good record. It's ambitious, and I respect it. Okay, I all never right. thought I'd say that. <laughs> all right, so my my number five is also Abbey Road. Uh, this one, I, I I agree with you. This is the perfect the perfect um, combination of everything, or perfect recap of their their very short lived career. And honestly, they could have taken they could have let it be. Should have never been an album. It this should have been their final record and that was it there should have never been anything after this and it sucks that they put let it be out after this and the fact also that the white album was before this and it's sandwiched in between those two kind of bad records sucks because abbey road is it just it picks the cool parts out of all their records and just throws it into one and like you said it's it sequenced really well it's very cohesive i it's 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 a good record to listen to it's I, I think it's it's a fantastic record. Um, my favorite song, I Want You, She's So Heavy, that one. And, uh, of course, Come Together. One of the coolest sounding songs, I think, of all time. Just the, the percussion in that and that bass line is so good and how it just, like, trudges along. I love Come Together as well. I've always loved that song. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's one of the most recognizable intros in, like, all yeah. of music, right? Dun, dun, it's that bass line. Oh my god! And then, have you ever heard the? Do you remember the the Across the Universe movie from like yeah. fifteen years ago? Do you remember Joe Cocker did a cover of Come Together? Yeah, I do. That? that was good. That was fucking good too. Ah oh, man, that's like that's like right out of high school, huh? like two thousand six, seven, eight. Yeah, I think it was five or six. Yeah, yeah. Movie was whatever, but you know some of the songs on there were great. Um. Let's see here. So what do you got for number four? Okay, number four. Uh, Revolver. Hey, Revolver. Um, yeah, this one, uh, 1966. I don't, I don't have a whole lot of negative things to say. It's a, I think it's a perfect middle ground between Rubber Soul and Sgt. Pepper's. There's still a lot of pop songs here buried under like wild instrumentations. I, I, I even enjoy like Yellow Submarine now more than I have ever done. I, besides when I was like 12. But because I, I I just haven't heard it in a long time, it's a cool song. I dig it. But I, I think I think Revolver is 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 like it's it's lost because right after is Sergeant Peppers and like Revolver can't compete with Sergeant Peppers, mm-hmm. and but it also can't really compete with Rubber Soul because Rubber Soul there would be no Revolver without Rubber Soul. So it's kind of like that that middle ground, and it's not entirely fair because. It's a great album on its own, but it's sandwiched between two other better albums. So sure, again, sure. I don't I don't have a lot of negative things to say. It's just obviously the other ones are I, I think are better. 
Um, but tomorrow never knows. That's that's like my new favorite song of this so week. Good. It's just it's so bizarre. Honestly, dude, it reminds me of something like Radiohead, and it's it's like what Radiohead stole from the Beatles and and mm-hmm. extrapolated on in their career. I there's so much Radiohead in this song. It's it's it blew my mind. I <laughs> could not even believe it. Loved it's a great it. Great song, man. Fucking fantastic song. I can't believe one of these records is so high for you. I know, I know. And it's I higher was than Revolver. Fucking surprise. That that's the one that Damn. blew my mind more than anything. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so so then my my number four is Magical Mystery Tour. Their ninth record. Uh this one, this is this is the album where you can tell they're transitioning out of the the psych the psychedelic, the trippiness. They're they're starting to go back toward the the more pop oriented rock. And, uh, and it's great. It's, it's really great. It's like, it's like the opposite end of, of rubber soul. Like it's crazy how these, these four records were just, they go hand in hand in like telling like a weird story. And this is just a perfect way to transition out of the psychedelic era. Like rubber soul was the perfect introduction into the psychedelic area era. So I just, the, the tail end of it, it's, it's so good. This this record just is fantastic. Um, my favorite song is "Baby You're a Rich Man." It keeps up with the trippy stuff, but it's like one of the catchiest parts, one of the catchiest things on this record. And the guitar playing is fantastic. The guitar tone is fantastic. I I think this is a killer record, absolutely killer record. And and it really, I just I never really listened to it until probably like a year ago, maybe. And yeah, it's, it's really good. And then come to find out, it's not like an actual album. It's two EPs, but whatever. We still ranked it. Yeah. So this, this is more of an album than fucking yellow submarine. Oh yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. I think it's more of an album than fucking white album. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, so yeah, magical mystery tour is my number four. So what do you got for number three? Number three, rubber soul. album of the week. Are you serious? Rubber Soul. You're such a cock, man. <sighs> okay. So my number three is uh this one this one was tough because my two and three go back and forth often. But right now my number three is Revolver. Uh their seventh record. I mean, we, we touched upon it. This was just probably the trippiest thing that they've ever done. The trippiest record they've ever put out. It's just it's kind of all over the place. There's only a couple songs on here that are pretty traditional Beatles sounding, and that being Yellow Submarine and then Taxman. Um but my favorites are Taxman and Tomorrow Never Knows. Those, I mean, very George Harrison. Insp- I mean, Taxman is a George Harrison song, and Tomorrow Never Knows is that's straight up Harrison as well. It's so fucking weird. But I love his his guitar playing in Taxman is it's so catchy and it's like yeah. I, I can't even explain how it. I can't explain how it goes. You just have to listen to it. It's just it's so extremely catchy. <laughs> I love that song. So Revolver is my is my number three. So what do you got for number two? Okay. This is uh this is crazy for me. <laughs> dude, dude. I was did I was blown away. I was blown away by the magical mystery tour. I can't and believe that. I don't know. I don't know if I'm just like a I'm now like a, a, a so much of a deadhead that anything that even resembles anything in the realm of that because this whole magical mystery tour is based around like Ken Casey and, and like the touring bus that he did. And they want to do something like that in Europe. And like that bus was the house band for those acid trips in, in Frisco was, was the grateful dead. But before they were called like the warlocks and mm-hmm. like there's, there's so much history to that. And the Beatles, you know, when the, when the Beatles, they dropped acid, like the bloodhound gang sound, <laughs> song says, and, there's yeah. just there's a lot of cool stuff going on and and I've I've had this album in my hands twice both okay. times because of buying lots and stuff both times I passed on it because the booklet was not intact I wanted like the booklet in the middle to be intact intact and so I, yeah. I passed on it and I ended up selling it for each each one for like twenty bucks so I made it like good money off of them but now I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the lookout for it this is um. <laughs> I just I do I think some of their biggest and most iconic songs are here and mm-hmm. and again like the story the movie which I I I wanted to rent and buy this week but it was expensive and of course YouTube 
didn't have a full like watching thing through and through. It was broken up into songs, and then some of the songs were kicked off of YouTube, so I didn't get to watch it. But everything just sounds so stupid. But it sounds like <laughs> like Tenacious D stupid. Like when they did their HBO show, like oh, that so was that was so good. But it's only good if you like Tenacious D. If you like that kind of darker comedy, if you like just very DIY, shittily written scripts. And that's what the Magical Mystery Tour, everything about it seems like. They took all the stuff that they liked from Sgt. Pepper's, but then they wanted to start writing pop songs again, which is fine. And they, they did that. This is a kind of pop album, but with yeah. serious Sgt. Pepper undertones. And yeah. fuck, this album was so good. It, it, this, like, this was like the biggest shock of the week for me. I can't believe that. That's to rank it higher than Rubber Soul. It's it was tough. I felt I felt I felt weird doing it. Like I I put Rubber Soul and then I put like it like a I I highlighted it in red to say mm-hmm. maybe and then put like maybe next to it. <laughs> I, I, but I never it never passed Magical Mystery. It never did. <laughs> um, so but dumb. but but Fool on the Hill. That's I think that's I, I think okay, so I think like Fool on the Hill into Flying. Like those, both of those back to back, like Fool on the Hill is great. It's a ballad song that really doesn't take itself way seriously. And it's very stripped down and it's well written. But Sergio Mendes in the Brazil 66 did a, a version of that also. When we first started collecting vinyl, I didn't, I didn't realize anything. I didn't know anything about Sergio Mendes. And so I had like a comp, a four sider comp. It's like a two or three disc two or three LP thing of all of their best songs. Fool on the Hill is one of them. Um, uh, there's a bunch of other Beatles songs that they do are really, really great. And so I think that's just ingrained in my mind. And um, I don't know, man. Magical Mystery was dope. I liked it a lot. <laughs> it was good. It, is, it, it was a huge surprise to me as well when I got it. I got it from Nichols, actually. I think I got it for like 15 at Nichols. Was, there, was, was, the, book, was the book inside intact? No, I don't even remember. I could check there's, there's like a there's like an eight page booklet inside. I mean, it's not like a huge deal, but now that I, I'm I'm on the lookout, I want it. And I, I feel like it's not that expensive record because nobody wants this shit. Everybody wants like the big four from from the Beatles, and it's not this. True. Um, no, my copy's a newer copy, so it doesn't have the. Um, Is it a gatefold? No. It's a gatefold, yeah. Oh. But it but it's newer because it has a barcode. Uh-huh. But yeah, it doesn't have the. Uh, it doesn't have the booklet, no. Fucking great record, though. <laughs> it's damn good. Such a dumb cover, too. Oh, it's <laughs> just ugly. Lo- I'm just looking at it right now. Oh, I it's stupid. I haven't properly looked at it in so long. It's like some fucking bullshit Teletubbies thing from the 60s. It's <laughs> awful. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Holy shit. Like, nothing about uh, this album should be even worth its salt. Like, it, it, everything about this is just such a, a dumb idea, but it seems <laughs> real. It seems like yeah. all of the band members, like, hey, dude, we should like also write like a movie, kind of. And they did it, and it was shitty, much like Tenacious D, like The Pick of Destiny. It does not get good reviews. Like The Pick but of Destiny so is not is not like people's favorite fucking movie. But if you just sit down and watch it and enjoy it for just being a fun movie, it's great. It is. I think, yeah. I think that's what Magical Mystery Tour was probably like. Yeah, I, I, I don't I take it too seriously. Those movies. I really have not watched any of the Beatles movies. I wanted to. Oh, a you fr- should have. friend of the pot, Alicia. She used to be obsessed with the Beatles, and she uh, she used to watch those movies all the time. She was obsessed with the Beatles movies. You should at least watch the video portion or whatever for Fool on the Hill. It's just like the movie <laughs> footage of that. Oh, dude, it's so bad. <laughs> all right. Maybe I'll buy it on DVD, and the next time you come over, we'll watch it. I'm totally down for that. It's not even an totally hour long. Down. It's like 45 minutes long. It's so short. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm down. I'm totally <laughs> down. Oh, boy. Okay, so that was your number two. Yeah. My number two is uh, Sgt. Pepper's oh, uh, eighth record. Go. This one, um, I mean, we we did this on the pod a long time ago, and this is this is the pinnacle of their, their, psych, their psychedelic stuff. I would argue this is probably one of their if not their most popular record, it's always listed as like number one or two on the best of, of, of all times. And, um, rightfully so. This is, uh, when we, right when you think you're, you're getting like more poppy, they just like throw a wrench in it and just 
throw in weird sounds or, or animal sounds or it's just dude it, it's all this album is all over the place but it's all the songs are so good and so catchy um my, my favorite song is within you without you uh but you know songs like lucy in the sky with diamonds like that song right there it's so like it's kind of like a disjointed song the way it, it it progresses and the way the drums come into transition between parts in that song shouldn't be good it shouldn't make sense but it does and that's kind of how that entire record is and just re- i mean we can go on for days about the recording of that that album because it was just it was just so unique and so different for the time but i mean wh- what the album did for music in general was very very significant and i mean i don't really want to touch upon it too much because we can go down a huge rabbit hole on that one but yeah. sergeant peppers sergeant peppers man that that's fucking an amazing record that never gets old it'll never get old no matter how many times i listen to it so that's my number two and i assume your number one is also sergeant peppers yeah i it's it's hard i mean it's hard to 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 not put this as your number one and and there are a lot of i mean like my top four revolver rubber soul magical mystery now and then sergeant peppers they they all they're all in the same genre they're all they're all in the same era they go hand in hand together. There's good things about some. There's better things about others, but Sergeant Peppers is, is it's too iconic. Like you said, there's there's it's too iconic. There's a lot of things that it did for music, and I'm not a big Beatles fan. I I'm not, and more than half of their records are completely overrated. And this band still is pretty overrated. But Oof. Sergeant Peppers is just one of those things, man. That just everything came together at the right time and. And they worked really hard at this, and mm-hmm. it came out as such. It's it's like studying for a test, and then you fucking ace it. Like that's what happened with Sergeant Peppers. <laughs> Nothing bad to say. It's not the album of the week. So I don't like it, like you said. I don't want to get into it too much because we could it could be fucking five hours. So yeah, don't want to do it. But it's 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 damn near perfect, if not perfect. No, it is perfect. Sergeant Peppers is perfect. Well, you just say it. Just say you it. just gave away your Rubber Soul ranking. Burn no, I didn't. Hey, it did because Sergeant Peppers is number two. Rubber Soul is your number one. If Sergeant Peppers is perfect, then therefore Rubber Soul has to be perfect no, as well. It doesn't have to be. Um, my favorite, actually, my second favorite Beatles song <laughs> is "Day in the Life." That, that's really that's, okay. I mean, I've when we did the album too. Like, I've I've always loved my my favorite Beatles song is is from the album of the week and "Day oh, in so the Life." It's not hey Jude. No. That's my third beef. my third favorite Beatles song is Hey Jude. And then um was it one I liked? Let it be. Then let it be. Yeah. <laughs> and then imagine so mad at you. And then imagine <laughs> it's my number five. Yeah. But Day in the Life, that's my that's my second favorite Beatles song. Perfect song. Love it. It's a perfect outro slash semi outro thing. I think it's a it's a banger, man. It is a banger. I only have two on, on the vinyls. I have Revolver and Sergeant Peppers. I've had Rubber Soul. I've had it twice already, but I want the UK. If it's, it doesn't have nowhere, man, I don't want it. It's trash. Yeah, no, to I me. agree. The, the UK version is the is the superior one. It's the proper album, especially but. after this week. Now that we're doing it, like there's no fucking way I will ever keep a, a US pressing of Rubber Soul. No way. Yeah, yeah. I, I do have a US copy, but whatever. Um, okay, so yeah, my my number one is Rubber Soul. So we'll get into that on the main episode. Thank you all for listening to the pod. Go to Apple Podcasts, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow the social media at S9 Radio. And uh, that's it. That's all. No, David Jaffe.